And I ain't hit no drop in a minute. No, I'm about yeah. my business. Rappers Got Podcast, episode 11. 11. Um, we're live from Mellow Wave Studios. I feel like I should have started adding that. Yeah, you definitely should. Yeah, bro. we're in the Art Factory in Patterson, live from Mellow Wave Studios. Uh, book a session, you know. Uh, <laughs> so today we wanted to talk about uh, this new trend that's going around. Uh, it's called NFTs. And uh, I say new trend because it's it's literally brand new, but I think that it's going to actually uh, hold its place in music for a long time. Yeah, because if you think about it, streaming is technically still kind of new per se, right. but this is the future. You know what's funny is that I think we might have even talked about it on an earlier episode, like what comes after streaming. Yeah. Like we know that there's always going to be something new within like five years, mm-hmm. but like what comes afterward and NFTs might be that. Yeah, we know now. And it actually happens sooner. Ah, it might be five years. Yeah. Streaming's been around for a while, but like as far as like everyone being on board with streaming and everyone trying to get their music on streaming platforms, that's probably the past five years. Yeah, that's, as, that's that is as of recent. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so NFT stands for non-fungible tokens, right? Uh, the idea of an NFT is pretty much, uh, I think for now, it's a visual art piece. So it would be, say you took a, a part of your record and you made this like visual representation of it. It could be a video. It could be like uh, one of those visualizers where mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of like artistic stuff going on. And essentially what you do is you sign up for one of these sites that you're uh, capable there's marketplaces for nfts yeah so you're going to put it on one of these marketplaces uh you're going to set up your commission percentage which could be whatever you want it to be right so say you make uh say you make that 50 percent, right now whatever you choose to sell your product for we'll, we'll go with 100 just because that's the easiest way to do math right nice now math, right nice math. all right cool so you you sell your product for 100 bucks on that initial sale, you made a hundred bucks, right? Now, say a person bought that NFT with the idea, yo, Bales is gonna blow up one day. He is. So their investment is that initial hundred, but they could potentially sell that for whatever your market value costs once you blow up. So say you blow up and they could sell it for a thousand, right? Because you set your commission to fifty percent, mm-hmm. now you get five hundred for that sale. And so on and so forth. So as as big as you become, there's a possibility of you making money off of every single transaction. Why this is important is because if you sell your album right now, say you sell it for $10, you made $10. That's it. And it doesn't matter if, if that person sold your album to a used uh, music store or like a record store, that $10 is what you made. So this actually incentivizes people to, um, I guess, promote your art mm-hmm. with the idea that, yo, if I promote this well, he's going to blow up. Thoughts? And it's like, <clears throat> so for me, right? When I think of it, it's like we all know that before, like you said, what Nipsey has says, like, you know, before when you could just buy a CD, it's 10 hours, the only thing you're going to get from that person. Streaming right. opened up. The avenue where it's like, all right, now they can stream this a bunch of numerous times, numerous times, and I can run the numbers up. One person can make you a hundred bucks off streaming. Exactly. Now, I'm. It's it's kind of the still still the same thing with the NFT, but now it's like there's endless possibilities on how much money I can actually bring in. And on top of that, streaming probably still going to be around because correct me if I'm wrong, but like an NFT is kind of like something that 
you essentially create if there's like a special thing going on, if you feel like there's something that could be like collectible or like memorabilia from that artist, right? It could be, or it could just be the artist is a smart businessman and wanted to just make straight NFTs. Yeah. Not a bad idea though, because if you're getting the commission off of it, I wouldn't imagine you're just a straight NFT artist. Because there's are there are artists out here that don't even do streaming. Like there are technically artists out here right now. They don't put their music on any. Ryan Leslie is well known to be someone who uses straight text message marketing. Yeah, he sells all his albums because everybody thought Ryan Leslie just fell off the face of the earth and just made no more money. Or less. Ryan Leslie had a laptop that probably had a million dollars worth of music on it, and that laptop got stolen, and he never got it back. From that point going forward, he started uh, doing te- uh, text message marketing mm-hmm. where he was able to connect with fans and every single song or album that he worked on, he would go direct to consumer. And basically, he cut the middleman out. He cut out all labels, all mm-hmm. everything. And if he texted someone and said, yo, I'm putting out an album on Friday. Uh, if you want access to this album, it's going to be $10. That person would ship the $10 over to him. Mm-hmm. And he would have ten dollars. Yeah, label he, label wise, all right, yo, I'm putting out an album on Friday. Uh, this album's gonna be ten dollars. All right, cool. You made a dollar fifty. The label made eight fifty yeah, off they that start same album. Percentages out, right? Exactly. And then after your dollar fifty, you have a manager. You have this person. Mm-hmm. You have that person. Who all these people get a cut of that. So like your dollar fifty turns into twenty five cents real quick. You know. And that's another reason why we tell people to stay independent and try to be independent. Yeah. Because as cool as labels sound, they're not that cool at the end of it. Yeah, especially when you think about all the, the amount of like money they take out. And then it's funny you mentioned the Ryan Leslie things. I even seen on DistroKid that now they were trying to basically... Text message marketing. Yeah, put the text message in marketing. It's like, things like $15 a month possibly to have your yes, own phone number because, for the music texting. Mm-hmm, yeah, you could get your own number on DistroKid now and it would just be solely for your uh, art. I think that text message marketing is actually a really good tool. I just don't think that uh, people have enough fans to go and yeah, you got to build yourself up to get that. You have to that, be pretty yeah. huge to do that. Like I, I think that DistroKid is not really telling people like yo build a fan base before yeah. you do it's this. Like, here, here's another option yo, for you to use. Here's the honest truth, right? And I've received text messages from artists, and that shit is annoying. Yo, check out my song. Yeah, like, don't don't text me. <laughs> Only because, yo, a text is very personal. Yeah, it's very personal. When you're texting me, I'm assuming that we're friends. I'm assuming that, like, there's some type of, like, the fact that you even have my number, I'm assuming that there's some type of connection there. Now, yeah. now, all right, there are artists that come to the studio. They have my number. So they can text me. Mm-hmm. And if they're asking me a question, I got them at all times. I have no problem with that. <laughs> to promote your song, I don't want to engage in that conversation and nah. truth be told most people don't you know what i'm saying like i so what's cool about text message marketing is that i think it's opt-in yeah exactly so the person has the option to say i want you to text me right. about your new music right it's not just yo i got this new fake number and i'm just gonna blast every person i know with this number and send them out my new track that i recorded that like they could have seen anyway on my instagram that would be wild Honestly, there's I mean, people, people still people do doing that. Yeah, people, yeah, people that's, that's also true. The people text without text message marketing and try to text message market. And then also make it like to be like an Instagram thing. I, it's so funny. I, like I just seen on Instagram, like an artist, he was like, yo, the quickest way for you to get blocked is you just like randomly FaceTime calling me and I don't know you. And like, we don't have a relationship, but you're just calling me trying to market something or, you know, just trying to get on to something. It's like social media has helped as far as reaching people, but it's also helped, you know, oversaturate people with a lot of stuff that they, they're not really interested in. You see this right here? 
Samsung Galaxy S8. <laughs> I hate your face. I hate your face. You're so sad. Galaxy S8. No mm. random FaceTimes. Uh, not even through Instagram? No, nah, people ain't messaging me Man, like that. Let me tell you something, bro. I be having people like, yo, Listen, they brother, call me on Instagram, on Instagram live. Like, I'm like, yo, I don't know you. What are you're you doing? a sweet person. That's why. Yeah, that probably is true. That's I have nice. no heart when it comes to that shit. Like, I think people <laughs> have gotten, and it's not, I'm not a dickhead when it comes to shit like that. I'll just be honest with people. Like, yeah. I'll let you know straight up, yo, this is not it. And that throws some artists off and it rubs them the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But like, I think that you should find that information out quicker and not deal with like the treachery of like everyone fucking over hating you. And over and over and over. Because yo, at a certain point, everyone's gonna dislike you. Like that shit is annoying as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it almost feels we did we say this on here before? I was like, it almost feels like fucking assault, like sexual assault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like, like no. very touchy. No means like, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, means, no, means, no, no. Stop, stop playing. Like, right, no. Stop right. sending me this shit. And yeah, man, I don't think artists understand like, yo, when you post something on Instagram, you're basically giving people the option to click on it, right? Mm -hmm. And people like options. Option is everything. People like options. They like going to, I mean, go and look at the fucking menu at Dunkin' Donuts for coffee. There's a hundred options. options of what you can do with your coffee and you can add fucking sweet foam and all this shit. And like people enjoy options. Now, when you're forcing it, like imagine you walked into Dunkin' And they were like, drink this cold brew. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I, wanted I didn't hot want brew. that. Yeah, I wanted a hot brew, man. I don't right. want a cold brew. Give me the hot. Right. And now every single time that you drop a cold brew, you're forcing that cold brew into someone's face. Yeah. And they don't want that shit. So uh, text message marketing, to take it back, text message marketing is a good idea only because it's opt-in. Mm -hmm. And people have to sign up for that shit. And if they sign up for it, there's no complaint. And that's why I think that the NFTs is like a... a a better situation for a lot of artists is probably like coming up right now just because you don't have to like you could you could literally make these these NFTs like right now or like a memorabilia or like a collectible right now and just sell it to them at sell it to people as like the artists that you are right now the the question is are they invested in you or do they have a, a thought that you can be bigger than what you truly are at the, at that point like you had mentioned before right okay so that poses the question cuz i don't think i asked that on air um now does that does that take away from the art form? Does that make music no longer uh, a creative art? And does that make it a business now? Music is a business, but usually only the artists and labels deal with the business side of things rather than the consumer themselves. So now if you add the consumer to the business, because like, yeah, I don't think people are buying Bitcoin because they want to use it as currency. Mm -hmm. they just I think people the are buying, thing. right. I think they're buying Bitcoin because it's valuable and they know that the value is going to go up. So they're using it as like a stock, right? Mm -hmm. So like if I purchase your music and honestly, when you buy stocks, it's not like you, there's some people that definitely keep up with stocks mm -hmm. and like look at it every single day. But I think that that's more of like a, a youthful thing. Like that's like a novice yeah. kind of thing. Cause you know, like stocks build up over time. Yeah, it's long term. Long -term you don't got to check every single day on a stock unless you're doing like options and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes to music, if someone buys your NFT and they now retain ownership of it, there's a possibility that they don't even like the the product. Yeah, they're just buying it because they're looking at it as a, a a stock. And there might be someone out there, and this would be genius. It would be fucked up, but it would be genius. There might be someone out there that's going, okay, all these artists are putting their shit up for $15 NFT. Purchase all the NFTs that, that we can. And the possibility of none of these artists blowing up is very slim. 
So if you know what I'm we, saying, we about to go buy some NFTs. <laughs> but check that out. Like if, if you're if you're no, someone about it. if you're someone who is invested in music as a business, and your idea is all right. There's seven million artists out there. Mm-hmm. Artists are gonna value their shit really low. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially on they, the come up. On the come up, mm-hmm. they don't know any better. Like artists sign deals for five grand. You know, and sell their whole fucking rights away. I would have did it too back in the day. So, so check that out. Like these artists don't know. It's possible that some of these artists, whether it be in fucking five years or in one year, could blow up. So there might be someone out there that's investing millions of dollars into NFTs, and with the sole idea that, like, yo, once one of these people hit, mm-hmm. now I could resell this. And what's dope about the artist is that, like, this is what's cool. It doesn't necessarily hurt you. Because if if you do blow up and that person sells the shit for a lot of money, if you, did you do make business, money off that shit. If you put that 50% on, whether how much, it doesn't matter how much they had you know, spent over, you're going to get a fraction of that regardless. Now, I'd like to think that, but even though, see, I was going to say, I'd like to think that the person, no, because it, it is 50% commission, so the person's only going to make 50% of that sale as well. Mm-hmm. So... The lower percentage that you set, I'm sure that's more incentive for someone to buy. To purchase it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because they know that they can make, they can maximize their dollar. But also, it depends on how good the music is. It depends Mm -hmm. on, that's where the artistic side still kind of plays. Like, I don't think people are going to be out here buying NFTs for someone who makes terrible music. Yeah, definitely not. You know what I mean? Because there's no value in that regardless. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no value in that musically. Like, I don't want to listen to it. So, like, I'm not going to buy it, you know? So I think there's still some type of artistic integrity with that, but for the most part, it's going to be more business centric and you're not going to have to focus as much on the actual music. You might, you might focus more on the visual appeal of it. And I think like within that, like I know it's not technically music, but even when you think about music in itself, that's not, yes, it is the art, but then, you know, you still have your image, how, you know, how you dress, how you look, whatever the case may be. And there's some people, you know, I make my own music videos and I, style them in my own type of way. So I also think it can help and assist with artists just trying to figure out how else can I market myself or how else can I, you know, give a visual representation of me or a piece of me and like a a collectible in a sense and be able to sell it. So I think it, it, it's a, it's kind of like a 50, 50 for me, man, in my head, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but check this out. Just like me and you could sit here and go, yo, this is how a hit is supposed to sound. Uh, Let's make a hit record. Pull up a fucking uh, West Coast bounce record right now because the West Coast is killing shit. And we make that record. We could do the same with NFTs to where we go, all right, this is like the most successful NFT. This is what it looked like. Let's try to recreate that. Yeah. And now we can sell it like that. And if you're a smart businessman, you're going to do that because you're not just going to throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks. Mm -hmm. You're not going to take a visual that like looks like shit or a visual that like you think is cool, but you don't know. You're going to take trusted things and you're going to make that the visual representation that you start selling. So when it comes to that, then that also takes away the artistic integrity because you're really doing the same thing as trying to craft a hit. You're just, you're just not crafting a hit per se. Yeah. You're just recreating what's already known. I would say, it's just good to see that artists are going to start getting paid. I was watching that James Brown movie um, last night and, you know, it just reminded me of like how many artists, especially like just black artists too, like how many times they just signed their deals away and just like they didn't understand like what was going on with the money. And, you know, we all know like streaming still You're saying pay. it like it's past tense. It's still happening today. It happens right now. <laughs> That's true. Someone signed today 
That is true. That is and true. they're getting robbed today. Yeah, that like, is that, fact. That's... I completely almost forgot. But the the, the James Brown thing, it, for some reason, that's where it really stuck no, for me a little it, bit more because it's right. been like generational. Right. Generational. It, it registers as like, wow, yo, they were getting fucked back in the back day. Then, yeah. And nah, that's still happening. And it's like, I'm more art for artists getting paid because I'm an artist myself. I want to get paid for my art. Um, and I, I, I hope to see that, you know, when it comes to these NFTs that... It's more still going to be more of art realm. Yeah, there's going to be those people that know the business side of it and it's like going to take advantage of that. But, you know, it's just good to see that an artist can still get paid for something. Because, like, even if you decided, I don't want to put this album out for streaming, I'm just going to do strictly NFT. I'm only going to make 100, 200 copies, whatever the case may be. These will be my diehard fans. I could charge them, like, $80. It's the same thing. It's kind of like the same premise of, like, I know currency does it. I think the dude was a smoke Daza. Smoke Daza, yeah, yeah. I said Daza. Jesus Christ, don't kill me. Um, Daza, Dizza, Dizza, like Rizza, Dizza. Oh, so smoke Dizza. I think they like they sell this stuff on Bandcamp and they be selling like the vinyl records and stuff for like eighty dollars. There's a lot of artists like that. There's a a guy out of I want to say the Northeast. I don't know if it's like Vermont or Maine or one of those. I think he goes by Yo Milo. And Mm -hmm. all right, this guy he basically made seventy seven copies of a record. He sold them for a thousand a piece, and or it might have been the flip side. It might have been he made a thousand records and sold for them for seventy seven. That's what it was. Seventy seven k. So he made seventy seven k, and they sold out. He made seventy seven k off of vinyl records, right? But here's the thing: like that works for a specific type of music. Yeah, for a specific like, artist too. No yeah. one wants to put on a vinyl and it's like pop. <laughs> yeah, that'd be you know what I mean. Like, crazy. like I don't. I know people are probably buying like Ariana Grande fucking. Um, pop vinyls mm-hmm. but like that's not the feel of a vinyl yeah. like a vinyl is supposed to be like that like old school kind of like nostalgic Muddy, feel kind right. of scratchy feel mm-hmm. to it so like i think for for like lo-fi music mm-hmm. it works great and i think that that's why like a smoke dizzy and currency because they use so many samples and those have that nostalgic feel i think that they could get that off and i think that's what the nft is it's like taking that form of the vinyl and stuff and it's like all right if you can't make these vinyls and you can't be able to create and make money that way then the NFT can be the alternative route where it's like, this is digital content. It's not, because you know, the vinyls are physical. Now you got this digital content that you can be able to sell to somebody. And then once again, you're still making commission off it. You know, if you want to do 50%, I guess, but you know, sometimes if you do like 20%, because once again, you said like, it'll probably make, give the person more incentive to buy it. And it's like, all right, well, if I buy this now for like $50, $60 from this artist, or if I'm, or if I'm selling something for $50, $60 for this artist, and then I start selling it for $200, I'm still making a profit regardless because I only pay $50, $60. Regardless, you know? the person's going to make a profit. It's just, yeah, if if they see that someone's selling their rights, because, yo, at the end of the day, you're selling your rights yeah, to that really product. Yeah, you're really selling, yeah. That's you know what I mean? really selling your this rights. This is the yeah. thing. Yo, NFTs might sound new, but it's the same concept that's always been around. You're selling your music or you're selling your art for a percentage, and you no longer retain full ownership of that. So that's the one flip side that's kind of awkward. You know what I just thought about, too? What? That could mess up the whole leasing game or like the, you know, as far as like leasing beats and like, because uh, if you think about it, it's like you have to sign technically an agreement to have your song stream only like 100,000 times or like one YouTube video, whatever the case may be. So then now it becomes like, now you may have to start buying exclusive rights because you can't really sign over rights to something that you don't technically have the full rights to in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a whole nother business part of it. I just thought but about But also it. you're allowed a certain amount of commercial sales. With also the lease. True, yeah. So with an NFT, you might still fall into the guidelines of that only because like, say you're allowed 10,000 commercial sales with a, a $45 lease, mm-hmm. right? That NFT, the idea of it being sold 10,000 times is probably unrealistic. 
That's also true. Yeah. So you're signing over the rights to the song that you created, but you already allowed this amount of sales. Unless the the producers start to put a dollar value on what you're allowed to sell, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't matter. That actually does make sense. You know what I'm saying? If they put a dollar value on it and they said, yeah, you can only make 50 grand off this record, then it's like, okay, after that allotted amount, now I have to buy exclusives. Also, if you're if you're really like serious about a record to the point where like you think it's going to pick up steam and you see it, you see the ball rolling, then like buying an exclusive should be your next idea. Damn, I got to buy Mr. Famous. I would say... If Mr. Famous, and I, I, I'm saying if, but I, when Mr. Famous hits like 250000 Then buy it. I would think about that. Yeah. 250000 I think, is like the standard allotted amount that you're that's allowed. A, that's a quarter milli right there. If you have a song that's doing a, a quarter million plays and you don't buy the exclusive, I think that you're making a mistake as an artist. That makes sense, though. That's, that probably should be like a guideline somewhere, shouldn't it? Yeah. I, think that I, don't tell, I don't tell artists. I actually hate when artists come through with exclusive rights. Uh, to a song that like I know is not going to get played. Yeah, you don't know where that thing going to go. Because yeah, you just gave someone six hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, and you're not going to make a dime off that record. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, you know, that's a bad money decision. You know, but like if you have a song that like is tr- uh is proven to where like your song, I think it's at like eighty two thousand plays. Yeah, yeah. If it's at that point and it's going to get to like a hundred grand, or it's going to get to like it's going to keep on going, mm-hmm. then. Yeah, the exclusive point, rights. Just yeah, I mean, idiot, it would be yeah. a mistake to not get the exclusives because say that song does blow up and now you don't own the beat. Yep. You can't even really do anything. Like they could cease and desist and you could fucking have to take Lose the record down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you built up a fan base in the meantime. So it didn't, it's not like it, it didn't do anything. completely, but right. still, it's still an inconvenience in a sense of the business and side of it. I think you've seen artists who have taken music down mm-hmm. and, you know, and people are, are still looking for those records or they're bootlegging those records. And you can find leaks on like uh, YouTube and shit, but yeah. like they're not full records, you know? Yeah, these NFTs, man, they're going to be crazy, man. NFTs is a good idea. I just, I, again, I hope that it doesn't take away the artistic integrity for music because I think that the more business involved you get like regular people, the less they care about the actual art. Yeah, because once again, you said like the consumers are now acting like businessmen. And granted, you can be... A like a fan of my music and want to hold the or like buy like one of the memorabilia. But then what happens? Remember when last time we talked about how artists? I mean, how consumers sometimes they don't even like sharing artists. Like, yeah, I'm not telling you who I'm right. listening to. Now you, you just sold this person for seventy dollars. You probably as the person that created probably thinking, oh, he about to go sell it probably like for five hundred when I blow up. And then you're like, no, nah, I'm just gonna keep this. And then you probably just yeah, you probably just stuck with that. You know that he'd one be smart sale. to keep it because it it's the same as as Bitcoin, bro. Like. If he sees that it's continuously going up, mm-hmm. he's going to hold on to it. Just like if you see a Bitcoin is going to approach 100 grand and then it's going to approach further than that, you're not going to sell the Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, hold it. I'm holding that. That makes no sense. But the second that you see the value dropping, that's when you sell. So, oh. like, you could you could let, and not even in all cases, but, like, with a musician, mm-hmm. I would say, like, a lot of musicians have a shelf life. Yeah, I can agree with you that. You know what I'm saying? I like you, There's artists that we knew coming up or like they were huge coming up and like you've never heard their name again. Like yeah. a Roscoe Dash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like where the fuck is Roscoe Dash? Yeah, he had landed somewhere. And now if I bought Roscoe Dash's NFT in fucking 2010, that would have been a solid investment. It would have been. But like at some point I would have had to sell that shit because now in 2021. Who's Roscoe Dash? That NFT is not even valuable. Got you. So you have to be smart with that. And at the same time, like 
it's just going to, again, it's going to take away the value or not value, but like it's going to take away the artistic integrity from music because it's going to be traded like that. And finding a buyer once you're on the downward slope. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Right. They're going to be like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have made this investment. And now they're not going to purchase your NFTs anymore. Because even like the, you know, once again, like the idea of the NFT, I'm just thinking like there was like this thing. Remember I was telling you about that Loom FM that was like sponsored by Neo. Um, and then there was this other one I just got an email for. Um, I don't really remember the name of it, but it was like basically trying to say, yo, the NFT is a new wave. You got to get on this site. You know, we're offering that NFTs can be purchased for your music and memorabilia, all that stuff. So like, I'll be getting emails about these things. This show kid will eventually. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for them already. I'm definitely you know, this show kid's on, on the ball with shit like that. So they'll eventually set up like a deal with like a a market for NFTs. To be able to do it. And it's just like, it's, so the NFT is like, it's technically a new idea, but like you said before, it's like, it's not really that much of a new it's idea. It's the same idea. Every idea is the same idea, it. just done differently. Yeah. Cause like on the Loom FM, you got to buy tokens and then you support the artist directly. And from those tokens, they can, you know, turn that into a cash value. And I think that those tokens are the fucking, I, I hate that idea. The token system, right? I hate that idea. Yeah. I don't like it either, really. I, I, I mean, NFTs are the same, it's the same concept, but I hate, I just don't, me personally, I don't like the idea of that. Only because I think if you force people to treat the music like it's a, a fucking collectible mm-hmm. rather than treat it like it's meant to like get you through your day. Mm-hmm. As a form of art. I just think that it really takes away the artistic integrity. I think it takes away all the love and passion that music holds. Like I saw you post a video yesterday. There's a dude standing outside his girl's window mm-hmm. in South America. Mm-hmm. And he's recreating the, the, Bluetooth the Mr. Famous scene. Yeah. scene. Like, that's a real emotion. That was a thing, That's a bro. real feeling. That's you know right. what I mean? And th- this person saw your video and, and like, yeah, he's probably, he's making a joke. But like, also, like, that was how he was describing his love for his girl. Exactly. Like he was, Outside they probably window. listened to that song together. You know what I mean? And he's, he's sitting there, like, recreating a scene to be like, yo, I love you. Mm-hmm. You know? Music has that. Yeah. And, like, when you start treating music like it's all business oriented and it's, it has no love and no passion behind it then it starts to lose its value. That's true. You know what I mean? And I don't know, man. I think that there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that's just the industry itself trying to make up for, like, lost money. Yeah, because they're always trying to, like, play, not, not even in a sense catch up, but trying to stay ahead of the curve and on top of staying ahead of the curve, making sure they Because you know who's going to be the number one purchaser of and NFTs? NFTs yeah. Labels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Labels. They're going to see people that they... It's, it actually will incentivize labels to start looking for young talent now. And see so that's they, a how, good thing. How can, how can I market how them can I market an them? NFT? It's the how same I, concept yeah. as signing somebody, except now you see like a, a young dude coming up and you go, oh shit, like he just sold an NFT for fucking $65,000. And that's what I'm kind of afraid of. We're talking about getting rid of the music industry. And I think the Joe Budden podcast was talking about this at one point too about these NFTs. Like we're talking about getting rid of the music industry and all the, you know, the, the big labels. But then it's like you get rid of them Technically, but behind the scenes, there are still going to be the people. The labels will always be the labels. I mean, the labels have been there for a hundred years. Like they're not; these labels aren't going away. You know what I mean? You could you could think that you're removing them, and like independence is a way of removing them until you find out that like Spotify has stock in DistroKid, Mm -hmm. and like Spotify is a record label. Yep. You know, you don't get big unless you're unless Spotify puts you on a playlist. Exactly. You know, so like. They're the gatekeepers, essentially. They, they are the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And when people were doing exclusive deals, like Chance the Rapper, uh, Drake, they did exclusive deals with Apple Music. Yeah. People were like, oh, they're in de- uh, Chance is independent. Like, how the fuck are you independent if you have an exclusive deal yeah, with somebody? Well, yeah, especially with a big I don't care if you like have that. an exclusive deal with an independent label. You're not independent anymore. Yeah. 
No, that makes you know what I'm saying. Like, plain an, and you're, you're on an independent label as but, an independent artist, but that doesn't technically mean you're, but you're independent not independent. You're, you're on a label, yeah. and you owe the money. You know what I mean? So, That's like, facts. you're not independent, and and these streaming platforms took over the place of labels at one point and that's why labels started to invest so much into the streaming platforms because they go oh shit we can't beat them we got to join them Mm -hmm. right and if if the nfts start taking off it's going to be we can't beat them we got to join them them. you know and labels are always going to process like that because you know the people that run these labels are way more analytic and more genius than we could imagine and they got a whole team of people with that data and they working people listen to me and you speak and they think like Yo, you guys are dropping gems and knowledge. Mm-hmm. There's a dude who's been running Universal for fucking 25 years, 30 years. And that motherfucker has access to everything we know and 20 times Plus more. Plus more. You know what I mean? That guy, he knows every single thing about how the, the business shifts. He could make a star in two days if mm-hmm. he wanted to. Like, these are people who, they're always going to have their footprint. You know, so we could try to avoid them and... If you're an artist who goes like, I'm be independent my whole life and I'm going to avoid the label system completely. Like you have to know, like there's a certain, I'll, I'll give an example. All right. Um, Facebook wants to buy Snapchat. Mm-hmm. They offer them $3.2 billion. Mm-hmm. Owner of Snapchat is sick right now, but he turns it down because he thinks Snapchat's going to be the biggest thing. Right. Well, he is sick. Snapchat goes public. Snapchat immediately goes down in value. Nobody really and uses no it one uses it anymore. I just downloaded it recently, like yesterday. I looked on. I was like, I'm getting off this. It's terrible. And I'll- that that guy could have. <laughs> but but the reason why it's terrible is because Facebook went and they made Instagram Snapchat. Yeah, basically. Yeah, with the everything. The Instagram stories didn't and everything. have stories. Yeah, Instagram didn't have those those videos that could go away in fucking ten seconds. So now that they have all that, it takes away the value completely from uh, Snapchat. From Snapchat, right? So to bring that back to what labels are. If a label is consistently contacting you and they want your product and you're on some fuck you, I'm valuable, I'm going to do it my way, Mm -hmm. they could definitely blackball you and they could definitely make sure that all their connections don't work for you. Yeah, that's also true as well. And people, if you talk to people in the industry, they'll tell you that that's 100% something that happens. I got blackballed by the industry, man. They wasn't letting me do shows here. They was canceling my promoters. You hear it all the time. Right. So shit like that can happen. And- when that does happen, you know, it's just the machine. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm on board with NFTs, I guess. I am skeptical because of what they represent mm-hmm. and the desensitizing of the art form. Mm-hmm. But if you're an artist who's making money uh off of every single sale of your product, I'm all for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm 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 on I'm a, I'm gonna say wavelength as you because I'm just thinking like, yo. As an artist, for myself, like this is another way for me to market myself or try to get some money out besides you know regular merch or just touring or whatever the case may be. I'm with it. I'll give it a try. And if it's not for me, it doesn't have to be technically for me because once again, you know, everybody's not on Bitcoin right now. Everybody's not invested in Bitcoin. And you know, some people are do got the uh, leg up, but some people probably got the leg up and then realize what they had and probably lost it or just you know let it um, diminish. But either way, you know, this is the future. So why not try? So we gotta stay ahead of the curve. All right, guys, this is Rappers Guy Podcast. We are signing out uh, till next week. This is Diggy Metro. Bills Pagliacci. Peace out, guys.